Yo, 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 what up? It's Rondell, a.k.a. King Ronda Don, and you are now tuned in to Soul Society 101, the podcast. What's good, y'all? It's Rondell, a.k.a. King Ronda Don. You are now tuned in to Soul Society 101, the podcast, our lens on black travel, food, and culture. Today's guest is a very special guest, positive black man doing great things in the community, you know, inspirational man, traveled to over 40 countries, very knowledgeable on this travel game. And, you know, he's just out here trying to see y'all flourish. Clap it up for my damn self, y'all. Today, I'm your special guest. (laughs) Now, today is an interesting episode of Soul Society 101, the podcast. It's more of a PSA. Um, I have a few things to share with y'all, and it's mainly for y'all folks who's always asking the same question. You know what questions I'm talking about. Same questions. You go on a trip. Why you ain't pack me? Next time, pack me in your luggage. I'm trying to go too. What? Or it's the person that's like, why you ain't let me know about the flight deal? Like, I would have been on it. This is for, I'm, I'm going to say it's not y'all, right? Yeah, we, let's just say it's for your friends because ain't nobody listening. This ain't none of y'all. It's your friends. But just in case it's you, listen up. Or pass this along to your friends who need this PSA because, God damn it, I'm tired of it all. <laughs> nah, but for real, I'm going to drop some real travel gems today. Today is all about traveling on the low low because that's all what we be about. And really, you know, just building this community, building this network of information on how we get to see the world and not break the bank. Because at the end of the day, we all just trying to see the world and not go broke doing it. So let's get into five tips to see the world on the low low so you can see what that earth do. That, that sounds weird. <laughs> but anyway, y'all get what I'm saying. Let's get to these tips to figure out how we can see the world on a budget. So tip number one. And I posted this on my site about two years ago. I, I recirculate this post about every, you know, few months because it's so simple. This this part, this tip, tip number one is so damn simple. There are there are websites that post, they scour the web for you. They post flight deals on a regular basis. They are theflightdeal.com airfarewatchdog.com travelpirates.com I'm not getting paid by any of these websites to drop them. I'm dropping their names for your benefit because they literally scour the web post every single day on flights that are cheaper than they are on the average basis. So, let's just say for example, I went to South Africa. This is a, no, this is not an example. This is a real life damn story. I went to South Africa for $490 round trip. Now, y'all know mother be paying $490 to go to Vegas, kid. Cats be paying that to go to the Caribbean. $490 to go to South Africa, the motherlandy. I got that deal on theflightdeal.com. You subscribe to these websites, the three websites that I just mentioned. There are a lot more, but these are my favorites. You go to their websites, you subscribe to their newsletters, you get their newsletters every single day, and they send you notifications uh, I think the flight deal is usually like around 3 p.m. If you're fiending, you could go early morning. They have all the updates as they go live. So, yeah, I went to South Africa for $490, bruh. 
Come on, son. Everybody has their pleasures. Everybody spends that kind of cash on whatever it is. Clubbing, cars, you know, dates, whatever it is. 490 to go to Africa, to South Africa, that's like a 16-hour flight from New York on a major airline. Come on, son. No brainer. So get on those websites, subscribe to the new newsletters so you can be up on it and hit your friends in the group chat like bomb. Y'all also y'all want to go somewhere for 2017, 2018. Here it is. So I went there for that price. What else? Um, and, and mind you, South Africa on an average basis from New York is like $1,200, $1,300. So less than half the cost. Another flight that I got really, really cheap was to Tokyo, Japan. Got that for seven something, and that flight is usually like fourteen hundred from New York. And I've I've seen crazy deals, especially in the Caribbean. Um, they'll have flights for like two hundred, three hundred dollars round trip. Belize, Jamaica, Grenada, um, Curacao, like all over the Caribbean. So if the Caribbean is your joint, you can still go and get it for like half the price of what you typically could when you look out for these flight deals and, and subscribe to these newsletters on these websites. So that's tip number one. Subscribe your ass to these newsletters. I ain't gonna say it again. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna say it again, but I wanna see you out here, you know what I'm saying, petting these lions. I wanna see you on Table Mountain. I wanna see you at the mosque in Abu Dhabi. I want you in these turquoise waters in the Caribbean. I want you all over in Italy and all that. You know what I'm saying? So subscribe. That's tip number one. Moving on to tip number two. Live on them flight search tools, bruh. Now this one I don't think people are as familiar with, at least, at least in my opinion. So there are two major options that you just have to think about when you're thinking about a trip, what, what works best for you in your current situation. You either have to be flexible with the time that you're looking to go or flexible with the location that you're looking to go. So if you're flexible with the time, if you have a very specific place in mind, like, yo, all my life I had to fight. No, <laughs> all your life you wanted to go to, um, let's just say, I don't know why I'm thinking of Cambodia, but let's just say Cambodia. What you do is you go to google.com slash flights. That's google.com slash flights. And when you're on that website, what you do is you put in your airport of departure, the airport for where you would be flying into, and they show you a calendar. You, search, you click search and they show you a calendar of all the prices for all the airlines across the next like eight months. So you can see in one place, okay, Cambodia might be crazy to fly to in February or March, but this one random week in June, Cambodia's mad cheap. Son, it's like doing the math for you. Normally, back in the day, you would have to search, keep putting back in the same search engine, let's try this date to this date, let's try this date to this date to see what was, you know, the, the, the most cost-effective situation. Google Flights does it for you. And when you do find those cheap, when you do click on specific dates, then they outline in a list underneath all the different airlines and what the different rates are. So if you have a preferred airline or if you know that the the cheapest flight is a little sketchy, you look up the reviews, you're like, nah, that's a little suspect. You don't even have to search again. They show you all the different flight options for those times. So again, if you're flexible with time, go to google.com slash flights. Now, if you're not so flexible with time, like if your job is very like you are only approved to go on vacation between these and these dates, 
or if you're looking to travel on specific dates because it's significant, you know, like a birthday or anniversary or whatever. So any any reason that you would need to fly during a specific time, but you're flexible on where you want to go, you go to kayak.com slash explore. You basically put in your dates and you put in your budget, you press search and they tell you all the places you could go in those dates during that timeline within your budget. So they're giving you all the ideas for you. And that way you're not looking and dreaming at stuff that you know you can't afford. If you know your flight budget is $500, you put $500 in that joint, $500 in the bank. You put the dates that you want to go, you click search, and they list out, oh, you could fly here, you could fly here, you could fly here. Like, son, get on that joint. Kayak.com slash explore. So tip number two, that was tip number two. Live on them flight search tools, bruh. We getting on number three. Live like a local. So this one I'm a huge advocate for. Most of the times when I'm traveling internationally, there's at least a portion of my trip where I'm staying in an apartment, a house, a condo, um, some kind of home rental situation, whether it be on Airbnb, on home away, um, something like that versus a hotel. And don't get me wrong, I love hotels. I am never gonna be a hotel hater because there is something luxurious about someone making your bed, some, like having access to every single thing you need within the building, a gym, a pool, um, you know, the, the high thread count sheet so you could just wrap yourself up at night. I'm always gonna be a sucker for that. But at the same time, when you're traveling on a budget, renting that apartment, that condo, that house, is so cost effective bro go on these websites go on airbnb.com there's a new one actually called inclusive inclusive um and a few others that have popped up that are specifically for people of color and black people and i'm always about supporting black businesses so be sure to check those out as well but essentially if you haven't done it before what you do is same thing you would do if you were looking up a hotel you would search a certain location put in the dates and then a list of those homes that are available for you to rent during that time period pops up. You search through, you can look at reviews to see. I'm always a little nervous about staying some at somebody's crib and ain't nobody write a review. And I want it to be more than three because that could be your cousins and them writing them reviews. So I am a little more wary when I'm renting out a home or something like that. I definitely rent out when I see like 20, 30 something reviews or more. But I've done it many times, and a lot of people who haven't done it before that I've spoken to are nervous because it's like, oh, what if, you know, it's a suspect situation and it's a dangerous situation, and and um, and the truth is that could happen anywhere in any situation, and, and when you're traveling, you just have to be smart about stuff. So always look up reviews, always look up where the home is located, but the beautiful thing of it is when you stay at a house versus a hotel, most times you're not in the super touristy area, so you're off the beaten path. You get to eat like a local, which is often more affordable than when you're eating in the touristy areas and better tasting. Um, and food is a huge expense when you're traveling. I'm sure y'all know that. The other thing is you could probably be near a grocery store or something like that. If you're traveling on a budget, son, when you're home, you cook your own breakfast, right? You cook lunch, you pack it, you bring it to work, something like that, dinner maybe. Unless you're eating out in all your meals when you're home, chances are you might should not be doing that when you're on vacation. So you go to the grocery store, you figure out, okay, we're gonna make, you know, three out of five mornings, we're gonna make breakfast at the crib. Get you some bread, get you some eggs at the grocery store that's probably down the block, and you make it do what it do. So that's my suggestion number three, tip number three, 
is to look at the option of living like a local and that means looking into renting homes instead of hotels looking into you know buying some groceries to cook a few of the meals and if you're on a trip with some people that could cook like their meals could be fire it don't even always be about being on a budget but a few of the times that we went away um we've had barbecues and cookouts like if the spot came with a grill we've had like some some of my friends that throw down in the kitchen we had some bomb meals that's probably better than some of the food that we would have had um and you know literally a fraction of the cost so sometimes that ain't even about the budget that's just about the appreciation of fellowship and cooking and eating your friend's food and being happy about it so that's tip number three you know what i'm saying don't be afraid to live like a local eat like a local um and it's it can be a great part of the experience don't don't count it out tip number four travel off peak and this is something that is common sense for anybody who's taking economics if you haven't taken economics in your life i'm about to break it down for you everything in business is supply and demand supply goes up when the demand is down the supply goes down when the demand is up so think about where you're traveling to the caribbean is a destination that everyone in north america everyone in europe everyone in asia wants to travel to when they're in their winter season and those are the biggest tourists for the caribbean especially europe and north america so in winter it's peak season for the caribbean cost to go to, to go to the caribbean in you know december january february even march are going to be astronomically higher than if you were looking to go to the caribbean in june july august september unless it's like a carnival or something like that. So you have to think about off-season times to travel. On the contrary, for Europe, let's say, if you're trying to go to Europe, it is expensive as hell if you're trying to go in June, July, August, September. Those are the summer months there as well if you're coming from North America because everybody's trying to be in Europe during that time. That's when the countrysides and the Rivieras and all that's open, everyone's out and it's beautiful. But guess what? If you can see a European country for a fraction of the cost going off season and you could put on a little jacket, put on your jacket. Put on your jacket if you could save hundreds of dollars. That's all I'm saying. Because you'll be enjoying your happy-go-merry life at home in North America, wherever you at. It's a little breezy, you know what I'm saying? But you'll be all right. So think about traveling off-peak. In the Caribbean, if, you, if you're dying to go to the Caribbean and you're trying to go for as cheap as possible, definitely look out for the summer. If you're trying to go to Europe, definitely think about you know winter or times that aren't as perfect to go you'll be all right so that's tip number four stop trying to go when everybody and their mama trying to be there travel off peak tip number five and the last tip there's there's a lot more but you know what i'm saying i'm gonna just limit it to five because i know y'all busy you know what i'm saying i appreciate y'all listening to the podcast so i'm gonna put that out there but we're gonna end it on tip number five travel credit cards and loyalty programs so i got put on like two years ago on travel credit cards i got these drinks in the mail all the time they were like oh if you're a frequent traveler you should turn up i was like oh y'all just trying to get me for another credit card i'm tired of all the scammers out here so i'm like yo i ain't trying to be caught up in no more scams so i'm like someone put me on there like no look into these travel credit cards there's a few that really stand out to me um one is chase sapphire another one is delta amex 
Um, Capital One has one as well. And again, I'm not getting paid by any of these brands, but if y'all want to holla, I would appreciate it. But you sign up for these credit cards and essentially what they do is you, anytime you use these credit cards to book a trip or anything travel related or to buy food or anything food related, you get double the points or triple the points or whatever that credit card says. But essentially all the perks are around when you use the card for anything travel and food related. So that's not only booking flights and hotels and, and renting homes and things like that, but that's also gas in your car. That's also metro cards if you're in New York or whatever your subway system is. That's also groceries at the grocery store. So anytime you use these cards for anything travel and food related, you're getting double or triple the points and you get points regardless of what you use it for. So you still get points if you use it for, you know, buying something for your house or plants or electronics or whatever. It's just double or triple the points when you use it for traveling food purposes. And what happens is as your points rack up, you go onto the website and they basically tell you like, oh, you can get a free flight to here based on the number of points you have, or you can use it for a hotel stay at this location at these different, you know, establishments for the number of points you have. And when I mean them points rack up, a lot of times those cards, they have like sign on bonuses. So it's something like if you use the card and, and spend on more than, let's just say $4,000 in the next two months or something like that will start you off with 50,000 points. I'm just throwing that out there as an example. Let me tell y'all something. I got married last year, October. $4,000 in two months was nothing because when, when anybody out there who got married and who had like an actual wedding ceremony, you know the, the kind of money that you spend on that and how you just dropping money left and right. So I was more than glad to pick that card up and swipe that joint away, especially when it came to catering and things like that, because I knew that was double the points. So um, and you can and even if you don't have any major like life change coming up where you can, you know, specifically use those points like four thousand dollars to get points in the next few months you can shift your lifestyle for those two months and instead of using your debit card use your credit card pay it right back because obviously we won't we all want us to have good credit here i ain't out here trying to say you know spend these cards and i had the money to pay it back i don't want y'all to say king ronda don told me and now my credit score is 492 i ain't tell you that i ain't tell you that i'm telling you use the cards and pay it back but it's a great opportunity to get some points and get some free trips. I have gotten, so my, I believe like, not our honeymoon, but whatever the trip we took after our honeymoon was completely free based on the points that we use spending for the wedding. So not only are there travel credit cards, but there's also loyalty programs. I'm loyal to two airlines specifically, unless there's a flight deal on some random airline, I'm be on one of those two airlines that I have loyalty programs for. Because when you're loyal, just like anything else, when you're loyal to those airlines and you fly with them a certain number of times, you'll get free trips. So I've definitely gone to Jamaica for free. Um, I've been a few other places. I think Bahamas for free. Um, so definitely be loyal and, and look, before you sign up for loyalty programs, look at the airlines that fly to most of the places that you want to go and the airlines that you're most comfortable with. For me, it's very clear and very easy which ones I was in line with because I just felt more comfortable on them. Um, so definitely sign up for those programs for airlines, loyalty programs for airlines and hotels. Um, and that's it, y'all. Five tips. I told you it was going to be short and sweet. I hope you picked up some gems that you can take along. If, if I helped you in any way, just please drop a comment. 
uh, share this with some people, y'all. I'm really, one, um, appreciate, again, all y'all for listening, but really trying to get the word out there because, legit, if one more person hit me with the, why you, I don't know how to travel, it's it's not that hard. And I'm and I'm, we, we all going to get there. We all going to get there. One trip at a time, one friend at a time. But seriously, y'all, appreciate y'all for listening. Share this, comment, like it, do all the stuff that y'all do. Um, let's live our best travel lives in 2017 and beyond. Um, now we got the tips, we got the jewels, we got the gems. Let's make it happen, y'all. Soul Society 101, the podcast, we out. <laughs>